Welcome NFL Nation, this is the Fake Punt Podcast with Sunny and Vass. This show is for all of you out there who do not have the time to watch every single game, every single Sunday. We are going to review them all for you, make our analysis all while you're on your way to work, at the gym or wherever you're listening to. So stay tuned. Fake Punt, Fake Punt, Someone's got to start this. All right. Yeah. So it's like everybody who's listening right now, It's it's been tough, quite honestly, to keep this up because obviously we have our schedules. Um, I have my schedule, Mark Sunny has his schedule. And it's because I think Sunny has a new job right now. Yeah. He, in how many countries have you been now in the past two weeks? Uh, in the past two weeks, I've been in three different countries, but uh, in, a, in an eight week span over Christmas as well. Then um, I got I got nine different countries in eight weeks, so it's really really taking its toll. And um, just how does uh, it feel flying so much? Like like how does it? Do you feel? Does, is it like fatiguing? Because you know how many people are dreaming of the fact of hey, I'd love to fucking fly around the world, <laughs> right? And you don't like the way I look at you right now. You don't seem so impressed. Yeah, but I mean, so uh, last week I was in Denmark for twelve hours. It's not like. It's not like I'm flying around, going, looking at fun cities and touring, going, all this stuff. I literally get in, go to the airport, go to a meeting, go to the hotel, go to sleep, then wake up and fly home the next morning. It's not, it's not like tourists. It's, like, I, was in, I, was in, I was in Athens for 20 hours. I, had a fly, I did eight hours of flying for a, a, like a, a three hours meeting. So, you know, it's... it's Surely good, it's, it's, there's a more productive way of doing that. There is, but I mean, nothing. Nothing beats face to face for a lot of this stuff as well. And a lot of um, a lot of European countries are really keen to do, you know, do business with a handshake and face to face and stuff like that. So, um, like, especially like, especially like that first that first meeting, or, or or it needs to happen at some point. From then, emails and Skype and stuff. Hopefully, the travel will 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 slow down a bit. So. But, but yeah, it's been stressful, take- especially because we can't we can't record the podcast whilst I'm on a plane or whilst I'm in an airport yeah. with busy noises and stuff. So yeah, I will try to do this as possible. It's also like generally like watching the games. Yeah, is it all like because like even like I have um like I'm running my company now and it comes into Sundays sometimes. Like I am sitting Sundays and preparing stuff and doing stuff and resourcing stuff and you know like doing actual things on Sundays I don't have like that oh it's Sunday night let's do something else no I'm actually like having stuff yeah absolutely it's your company and if you don't do the work then you don't get paid it's not like 1000% right (laughs) so like I know I know there's no there's no Monday to Friday do you know what I mean it's like a Monday to Monday type of thing absolutely Um, but okay Um, I still do love NFL though more than anything obviously and I like to talk about a couple of things which I have seen now um, I have seen the Patriots and the Bengals, okay, uh-huh. and the Patriots have been on my like radio radar a little bit because like I'm thinking of like AFC Super Bowl contender really, mm-hmm. and the A and like if if I think there's like four teams which are competing right, who can do it? Um, the Patriots, the Chiefs, the uh, Ravens, and the Texans. The Patriots have lost to all three of the others. Which are contenders? Um, yes, they have beaten the Bengals. The Bengals are one and thirteen, but also again they have beaten. It was ten ten at half time almost. It uh, wasn't a convincing win, was it? It wasn't. It wasn't. Oh, it was the Patriots the score, team we've known for years. No, it's the, the score is uh, the score is thirty four ten. 
right? But that doesn't tell the story. Like it was literally 10-10 just before the half, right? And then Bengals had to muff a punt. Yeah. And Patriots went up a score, you know, walking into the tight and working into the halftime. And then we had four more t- turnovers, which gave them every time a short field. So they have only one drive, which was more than 50 yards, and the leading receiver is a running back. So I, I don't see that Patriots offense even, like, no matter how great their defense is right now, I'd even say probably the best in the league. Still, I don't see them, like, being able to compete with a team like Kansas City, the Ravens, even the Texans to a degree, with being only, like, with their offense at the moment. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's, the offense has always been this, this really strong uh, run-first run offense with a, with a tactical uh, Tom Brady passing all over, uh, you know, slicing up defenses. Um, this is the first year that Tom Brady has not made it into the Pro Bowl selection uh, since, I think, 2008. So that's like 11 years of being in the Pro Bowl. Um, I think this is a statistically worst year. Yeah, I mean, you get it. He's, what, 42 now? He's getting on. It had to happen at some point. And you can't expect somebody to be just so dominant like he has been for so long. And yeah, I, yeah. I would hate to say that this is the end of Brady. This is him, you know, yeah. him done. He should retire. But at a certain point, like, come on. Like, I know people. He's not winning games have, anymore. No. And the people are saying that, oh, he doesn't have weapons and he doesn't have like the offensive line. that's there like on the third string center, I think. Um, but he, he never had weapons. Really? <laughs> One of one of them, first of all, he never, but he always had sort of Gronk and, and like Edelman was there as well. And it was Amendola, but, and you know, and he had running. I get that. I get all of that. But this is the thing. When you watch the game, like he clearly is missing open receivers. Yeah. Like he is clearly missing open receivers and he's putting the ball nowhere near them as well. Like when you're missing, the, I would I would agree with you when there would not be open. But you watch the game, he's not even seeing open receivers. There could have been two more touchdowns, which he just didn't see the open receiver. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. He might be feeling a lot more pressure because he's trying to stay healthy for the postseason and he's trying to, like, the offensive line is bad and he's maybe feeling more pressure quickly. But, like, if you're the GOAT, you got to do this. you got to find the open receiver. So I, don't, I think it's very much on him right now and people are making excuses for him because he's the GOAT. Yeah, yeah, uh, I completely agree. I completely agree. I'll be, I'll be interested to see how far they can carry themselves into the playoffs. Um, so, if they they play the Bills this week, right? Yeah, which we're going to talk about in a minute as well, because yeah. Let's let's talk about quickly about the Bills and then move back to the Patriots because I want to know from your side. You've seen the Bills play now. Yeah, I watched the Bills. I watched the can- Bills Steelers game this weekend, and um, it was. <sighs> I wouldn't say a massively impressive performance by the Bills offense. It was a very strong performance by the Bills defense and, yeah. um, and, and a very poor performance by the Steelers offense. So it's, it's really a game between two solid defenses. Uh, and it was just a case of who could, who could not lose. Um, yeah. And Buffalo, in terms, of, in terms of time of possession, it was, it was more in Buffalo's favor because you end up in a situation where Pittsburgh would, the defense would hold out, they'd give the ball back to the offense, and then it would be like 35 seconds of, of possession for the Steelers. Yeah. And, and it's like, you can't win games like that. If you're literally getting the ball, running a, you know, Duck Hodges didn't have his best game, running the ball and, and having quick incompletions, not burning any of the clock. And it's just, 
you give the ball back straight away. There's only yeah. so much that your defense can do to keep yeah. the points off the board. Um, and I think they did tired as well. <laughs> yeah, they actually did really well to hold on for pretty much the entire the first half uh, up until you know, up until the third quarter. It was it was it was tied. It was a close game. Um, Hodges didn't have, like I said, he didn't have his best game. Um, he threw an interception early, um, and then there was a, a second interception. Was really the turning point where that was a that was a must must score drive. Even if it was just a field goal, a must score drive going into the third. And it, you know, throwing that pick really turned the game around. Gave the ball back to the to the uh, the Bills, who managed to score from their drive. And from then, he was just constantly playing catch-up. He threw two late interceptions, which were just deep Hail Marys. You're chasing the ball. I get it. Four interceptions on the day for him. Yeah. It, do, it, it comes across a lot worse than, it, than yeah. it was. But it's not a great stat line. I mean, he was 23 of 38 attempts. He did come, out, come away with 200 yards. But again, you're throwing the ball quite a lot there and playing catch-up. You will get that. He very severely missed having a strong receiver core. Um, James Washington was targeted 11 times, only only brought in five of them. He didn't have anybody that he could really rely on. There was no juju, um, and no, no standout receiver for him in that game. Having James Connor back did help early in the game, but once once they're trailing and they needed to, they needed to move the ball, you know, those Big Ben, those yeah. game-winning drives, uh, having James Connor in the backfield didn't really help that much. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't the best. Coming back to the Bills, though. Um, so do defense... you think the Bills? So do you think the Bills? Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, but what, do you think the Bills have a, sh- a shot at beating the Patriots? Next absolutely, week? absolutely. Okay. Um, I think as long as they can contain the running game for the Patriots, they can keep that up that, that running game going and force yeah. Brady to try and throw the ball. Um, I think they're they're definitely. In, in for a chance of winning this one. So um, if, the, if, the, if the Bills beat the Patriots, the Patriots drop to the fifth seed. Okay? Yeah. And that means, okay, I'd give the Patriots maybe a chance to beat, who is it, Titans or the Steelers, right? Yeah. The Steelers in? Steelers are in, right? I think. Steelers are not confirmed as of yet, but they are, they're, you know, they're, they're holding a wild card. Yeah, well, well, as of right now, you should be. Yeah. So, like, it would be like it would be probably the Titans or the Steelers that would be playing, right? Um, they probably can beat those, but then they would go no bye week, right? No bye week on the road to either Kansas City or uh, or Baltimore, and they yeah. would get destroyed there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They would they would get destroyed there, and even if like even if the Patriots beat now um, the Bills, they are okay. They'll get their bye week. But then first game they'll get destroyed by Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I don't I don't see the Patriots going any far, especially it's, as it's for the very first time looking for me very dysfunctional. But okay, good. I mean, it may be um, the first time that they don't even win their division. So. Well, yeah, but still, like we we are we are making it sound like it's a bad thing. Like they've been on a ridiculous run. Like 11 straight playoffs has never been done anywhere before. I think the next closest are like six. <laughs> no, so, no, but every year we have this conversation, or at least for the last three or four years, the conversation has been out there about the Patriots. Just, is this the year that they they drop it? Yeah. And they always bring it through to the playoffs. They always bring it to the playoffs. To the Super Bowl, um, no, <laughs> yeah. I mean, genuinely, this could be the year. Uh, you know, this this could be the. It year It looks so. very much like that. It looks dysfunctional right now. Um, it looks like there's a miscommunication between 
Brady in ownership, which is for the very first time happening. And um, obviously they're not playing on par and then he's not playing his part. He's not making the problem. Like, so there's a lot of things going against them. But like, look, talking about your Steelers right now, things going against the Steelers. How do yeah. you see the quarterback situation playing out at the Steelers? Honestly, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's clear that what we have at quarterback at the moment is not the way forward. It is not the future of the franchise. Okay, um, The pickup of, of Doug Hodges, the undrafted guy from yeah, yeah. Samford College, it's, it's, he's a good backup. Fine. Have him as a backup. I'm more than happy for that. But he's not the guy that I want leading the team. Neither is, is Mason Rudolph. I mean, it's, I think the decision to start him over Rudolph is exactly the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, Let us see what you have with Hodges. But that means that we need to be next, even next year, if we haven't got Ben, if this is the end of Ben's career, if this is going to be you know, a sign of things to come, it means we need to look at either picking somebody up from waiver wires or elsewhere, free agency, or looking at drafting somebody next year and making some trades. We already have lost our first round pick to the Dolphins. Uh, yeah. in a trade for Minka Fitzpatrick. I think that was a great move. He has proved to be worth his weight in gold. Yeah. Um, but actually, I, uh, you know, things need to be done to, to sort out the quarterback position. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, we, need, we need at least something on offense, you know? Yeah. We haven't got a running back. We haven't got a number one receiver. We haven't got a quarterback. So, so something needs to change. So well, that would be an interesting one. Um, looking further, um, I think another interesting storyline is the, the Packers right now so the Packers the Packers beat the Bears right yeah but um, in Las Vegas they were only a I think a three or four point favorite so that is like really low for what the Bears are and what the Packers are right now because yeah. the Packers is a double weighted team so is there something to it right now are people seeing what we are not seeing that like people because the Packers are holding a second seed right now I think right they're holding a bye but if you look at the other teams San Francisco um, Seahawks, the Saints. Yeah, I think they're all way better than the Packers. Way I mean, you've got you've got four eleven and three teams in the NFC. Yeah, the Seahawks, the Packers, the Saints, and the 49ers. And of those yeah. four, they are definitely the worst. Like by far, I'd say the worst. Oh yeah, I wouldn't like, put them up against it for you know that's the play. I think the Vikings have a good shot at them the, right now. This weekend like will be, Yeah, this weekend will be a big test for uh, the Packers. And if, if the Packers can, can take this win, um, is it on the road for them? Uh, yeah, it's in, it's in Minnesota. So if yeah. they can take this win, then it will, it will put things at, uh, you know, at, at ease yeah. for the Packers. But if they lose this, that puts them at 11 and four, the same as the Vikings. And yeah, they're in a situation where going over into the final week of the season, they could actually miss out on the playoffs. So, Oh, well, the thing is, the Vikings could actually even get the tiebreaker over um, over Green Bay if they win this one now. Yeah. That'd be yeah. interesting. That would be interesting to see. But, like, what's the problem right now? I think, like, looking at it, quite honestly, I think we always judge, like, the Green Bay by the way Aaron Rodgers plays. Yeah. And, like, he's had, like, I think it's something like seven or seven to eight touchdowns right now. Mm. No interceptions, but less than 200 yards. Mm-hmm. I, I just, just want to say that back, actually. So the Packers will not miss out on the playoffs. They have clinched the playoff berth, but it means that they will miss out on the bye week. Um, yeah, yeah, and it means yeah, that yeah. They, will have, they will have, a, they will have a, a heavy route through to uh, to an NFC title. <laughs> I mean, you've got that would that would involve them going through the Seahawks, Packers, 
uh, sorry, the Seahawks, the Saints, or or the 49ers. So, yeah. Yeah, both of them at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be interesting to see. So, what do you think? Is do you think it's the how how do the Packers can they compete in that in that race or not? I don't think they can compete against, like I said, the, the other eleven and three teams. Um, the fact is, if the best case scenario, if they come up against the Cowboys early on, yeah, you know, yeah. then then that that would yeah, be we good have for them. no business being in that playoff. Not <laughs> even slightly. I mean, Cowboys are, are still in the position where this weekend will be a deciding factor for them against Philly. Yeah, that game decides. I mean, if I was a Packers fan, I would really want. Well, who would I want? I would I would say I'd probably rather play Philly than, than Dallas. I'd be rooting for the Eagles to take the win on this one and knock Dallas uh, out of the playoffs. Well, just out of spite or because you think Dallas or you think the Eagles are worse than Cowboys? If I was a pack, if I was Aaron Rodgers, I would rather play the uh, I would rather play up against yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, from Aaron Rodgers' point of view, I'd see what you mean. Like the Eagles defense has not as has not as much talent as the Cowboys defense has. Um, mm. I get that. I think the Cowboys' win is a little, uh, it's a little misleading to a Rams team who has no shot at the playoffs right now. Yeah. <laughs> In a un- ridiculous division of San Francisco and 49ers and Seahawks yeah. both being with 11 wins right now, um, I think first of all that was they didn't really want to play anymore that much, mm-hmm. and it's just a one-off I think with the Cowboys. Uh, yes, they got the 44. That's the best game they've had in ever. Like yeah. I think since four years. Like the last time they've done that, something else, I think 2014, where they scored more than 40 points. And so it's it's just, I don't know what to do with the Cowboys. But, but that said, if again, if I was Aaron Rodgers, I would rather have to score points. I'd have to put up more points if I played Dallas. Yeah. And I think the potential to score against the Green Bay defense, Dallas will score more points, which means Aaron Rodgers has to score more points. Uh, yeah, I would rather I would rather do that against Philly. It's not as not as intimidating as the Cowboys defense as well. So mm. I'll get that. I'll take that. Sorry. Um. So yeah, that's a trash ball in there. What do you think is going to happen to the Cowboys? I, I don't see how Garrett can stay around. Um, if they lose this weekend to Philly, Garrett's gone. He has to be gone. On that day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. They're, if they lose to Philly, they're gone from the playoffs. Yeah, with no hope of returning. No. Because they will, yeah, because they will, even if they win the next week and Philly loses, Philly will have the tiebreak over them. Yeah. Yeah. So get rid early and then you'll have someone like Urban Meyer sniffing around and trying to take a position or, or whatever. You, you'll, you'll, see, you'll see people attending that last game of the season looking for, looking for a coaching role. So. What do you think about a funny Niners losing to the Falcons? It was a good game, wasn't it? It was, it was tense. Julio Jones, my guy. I don't but, know where. Um, Ah, oh, the guy. He, he, what did he have? He had a he had a eight game streak of no touchdowns, and then yeah. then bang. Ah, oh, but um, for me, that's a case where the 49ers, they they took their eye off the ball. They took their eye off the prize. They came into that game looking at a, a depleted Falcons team who were not nearly. They they had no business winning this game. You know, and it's uh, crazy. The con- the consequences have been so dire as well because it's, they, it's yeah. knocked them from the number one seed all the way down to the fifth seed. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, they have um, Seattle now, but even if they lose, I think Seattle has a tailbreaker over them. Um, just like the craziness with the Falcons is that they have like beaten like two. They've beaten the Saints and they've beaten the 49ers. Yeah. 
still at five. I don't even know what to say about them. It's that, but it's a defense. Like there's nothing to do with uh, Matt Ryan right now. It's just the defense, right? Who was who was keeping people up? And I'm just I'm so confused what to do with the Falcons because they're like, it's like they don't want to be able to compete. Mm-hmm. They just like to beat heavy teams. <laughs> it's like oh, oh we're going against someone shit. Oh no, let's lose this one. Are we going against someone good? Oh yeah, fine. Let's win this one. I know, I know, it's mad. There is also the fact that. I don't know how much that it plays into this as well, but the 49ers had their bye week very early in the season. They, I think they had bye week week four. Um, okay. So going into a playoff run against a team like the Falcons, maybe, I don't know, maybe they were, maybe they were let, letting a little, uh, a little bit of a rest on some of the players and maybe they were taking it a bit easy in training that week. I don't really know. But one thing's for sure, they took the eye off, eye off the prize and it has cost them severely yeah good um interesting what another story matt patricia got extended he'll be back for 2020 the uh lions head coach quite happy about yeah. that i like him I yeah think gotta give him a little bit more news. time like it wouldn't be yeah. like a like i think because they had those two key losses against the vikings and the packers mm-hmm. where the referees helped them out a little bit um i think that has played into the lions bad streak into it it's like a they started really high and then they got down, like we've had some really serious bad luck, and then just go. So I think I think Matt Patricia can make something. I think there's a talented team. I think Matt Stafford is a good quarterback. The defense is looking good. They need uh, they need a little bit more of a pass rush. One hundred percent. I'd give them a new middle linebacker as well. I think apart from that, I think they can compete. With the, with the bigger teams in there. Just need to get that random game going. I think they'll be all right. Mm. It would be nice if you picked up a win this weekend against Denver, wouldn't it? It would be nice yeah, if you got that win. Nice. Yeah, Just so you finish nice. the season with a, with a little extra. Yeah. yeah that would be nice, but you know, you never know, quite honestly. Um, right now, it's just nobody really wants to play. And yeah. let's see what happens. People are just sort of saving themselves. Let's talk about something else interesting. James Winston, leading the NFL in yards. And leading the NFL in interceptions. If you throw the ball that much, you're going to get both, aren't you? It's crazy. So what do you do with him? He's, he's on his last year. So he's a free agent next season. I just can't... I can't see how he's been allowed to start on a team for this long. Like, yes. He, well, he's he, his job too. He knows how to put points on the board, granted. But that many turnovers, I just... Oh, I I don't know what you do with him. I really don't. Like when you're a quarterback, like when you're an owner, like and you see the quarterback, the quarterback is sort of always the face of your franchise. It doesn't matter, even if it's David Hodges, right? It's still the face of the franchise. It's the person who touches the ball the most and the person who gets the most attention. Absolutely. Like, he can put points on the board. I get that. Do I want Jameis Winston to be my face of the franchise? Not really. He's a problem but child. Is it always going to be a problem? Do I have an option? I think you. I think at from this point, bus, from for this season, for this season, I if they turned around and they said, "Fine, we'll keep him for one more year," it wouldn't surprise yeah, me I because it, gonna... it allows them to it allows them to keep uh, keep some money, send, put some things on the board. Well, then he's, he's gone. Not, he's not going to sign a tag. I don't. I can. I can't see him signing a tag after because he will never have it. I don't think he will have another season like that. Like you see what I mean? I don't think he will have another season like that. Where it's just a. I'm just going to launch it as much as I possibly can because we're not making the playoffs anyway. Type of season. 
Yeah, um, still, you know, they're 7-7 now. They're only, they're only one game away from a winning season, you know? Yeah, I know. Two games know. away from a winning season, yeah. Like, um, I think what we should talk about next week especially is, like, who are the quarterbacks who are going to be available next season? Because yeah. I think there's some real heavy ones there. And there are some teams that really need quarterbacks as well. Like, all the ones who are losing their quarterbacks will need a quarterback. Yeah. So, like, in that, and then we obviously have the, like, the special mm. cases with the Bengals and the Dolphins and stuff, who might be drafting or might not be drafting. Mm. Um, congrats to the LSU kid for the Heisman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it Joe Barrow? Is, he, is his name? Is he your, is he, what is he? Is he junior? Uh, I think he's a junior, right? Yeah. And yeah. He, he'll be coming out for the draft as far as, far as I'm aware, right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I mean, he's going to the Bengals, but, um, <laughs> it's, yeah, there's always the problem, isn't it? You have a great season, you have a great year, and then you end up going to the Bengals. Um, but no, seriously, congratulations to the guy. He's, he's played a hell of a season. So, um, and, and what a way to do it as well. The year that you're going into the draft, have have a Heisman Trophy winning year. So, no, no, great, great. Film. Talking of quarterbacks with um, with awards and uh, and breaking uh, and making history and things like that. Drew Brees, um, most touchdowns scored in a career. Uh, this weekend he beat that against the Colts, didn't he? So threw four touchdowns in that game. So he overtook yeah. uh, Brady Nobody and Manning. Two, right? he, he needed he needed two to tie with Manning, three to as, win. Uh, and then three to win, and now he's one above. So uh, he had a great game. I watched this one in its entirety, and it was a very lackluster performance against from the, from the Colts, and, right. a, and a strong dominating performance from Drew Brees. He from only Alvin had one Kamara, missed pass, right? From, pardon? He only dropped. He only had one missed pass. Yeah, so he had the highest, right? the highest completion um, rating from a QB as well. Was the, the record he broke uh, Philip Rivers' <laughs> season record last year? So, yeah, <laughs> he's just breaking records left, right, and center. But like, I can't like. So that's another thing. Like, we're speaking about records breaking. Why do we disrespect Lamar Jackson? Like, I know I've always been disrespecting Lamar Jackson for some time, but now, like, I think everybody's a little bit disrespecting him right now because, quite honestly, if you think about it, he did break Mike Vick's rushing record. He is most likely going to be the MVP right now. He's probably on the very strongest team, which is 12-2, and two, and dominating the entire world right now. How do we not talk about this? He's leading the lead in, in uh, is it passing touchdowns as well? I, I don't quite know. I don't think anybody's beating Winston in anything and passing what it is right now. Well, that's true. That's true. But it's... So what's, uh, what's the situation with the Magic? Like, I understood why I didn't. Why I wasn't on the, on the wagon from the beginning because you know I don't see how you can get get like I again I grew up with the NFL already being like I was like when I started to watch I already I had the last season of dominant running like LaDenia Tomlinson was my first season right that was the last dominant running season which I've like seen really right we had Chris Johnson once after that but apart from that the running situation has been sort of going out and I didn't see how a quarterback, or I haven't seen since then, a single team which is run heavy or like just or with a running quarterback go to the Super Bowl, right? And win it in any case. So that's why, like, I feel he, I assume he needs to be able to make those quarterback throws. But uh, the Ravens are putting him in this situation where he doesn't have to, right? He doesn't have to make those throws. They're uh, they're using his strengths, and right now he's. Right now he's so unstoppable, like nobody can take it, nobody can touch it. Especially with the other, there's like three Heisman winners in the backfield. 
right? They had three Heisman winners in the backfield. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I think they lined up with uh, they lined up with Lamar Jackson, uh, Mark Ingram, and uh, RG three as a, as a, an option yeah. as well. And it's like, <laughs> how do you stop that? How do you yeah. how do you stop that? Because these guys, they, they're steam. The, the problem with them, they haven't even peaked yet. They're getting better as they go into their playoff run. They're getting better, and I just, I, 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 I want them. I want them to do well. I mean, they're a Raven, the Ravens team rival for my my Steelers, but you know, good for them. I, I'm more than happy for them to do well. I'd rather they had a fantastic winning uh, Super Bowl season the than Patriots. the Patriots again. Yeah. <laughs> One hundred percent. He makes it. They make it look interesting. If you also look at the, on the shift of QB type, like I can see that there's been like a shift in dynamic. If I go to the top QBs right now, I'd probably say with Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Teddy Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, all four mobile quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, Mahomes and and. Um... The other, uh, Russell Wilson, not necessarily run first quarterbacks as much as, much as Lamar boring. Jackson and, and Watson at points. Um, but yeah, they are they are all mobile. They're all moving. Um, so I like yeah. I've also seen like also like the development of Kyler Murray is strong. Like I I think he still has a problem with downfield stuff, but mm. he's looking a lot better through the season. Well, if, if the QB is a viable threat on his feet, then then what what has always been the problem is you have with a with a pocket passing quarterback, you've always got that is not really a threat. So it's always going to be ten players against eleven on the defense. You know, yeah. If he's if he's not actually going to progress the ball on his own, then he's not a threat. So it's ten versus eleven. You've always got that one extra person who's able to help make plays. But if if you've got a world where Lamar Jackson is more athletic than most running backs on most teams, you know, or the same with Sean Watson. It, him actually running, and it makes, it balances the offense and the defense so much more when it's actually one-on-one with every single person. You've got that 11 versus 11 in terms of threat and defender. Um, so you've got no support. You've got nobody filling in gaps. And clearly, these guys are all killing it. So, Yeah. Good. Interesting. Um, talking about, obviously, Kyler Murray, do you think he has a shot at Rookie of the Year? No. No, I, I, I think that, well... The running back for the Raiders, right? Yeah, his, uh, what's his name, Jacobs? Yeah. Yeah, um, he's he's had a great season. Um, the Raiders themselves haven't haven't had a good time, um, sitting at six and eight at the moment, but, yeah, he's, he's done very well for himself, so... No, good for him. Fantastic. Um, do we have anything about... to say about the Chiefs? Or Chiefs going into playoffs, you know, playoff teams. Do we want to talk about the Chiefs? Well, the thing is with the Chiefs right now, um, I think they are as well balanced as they possibly can. The question is, does the defense show up or not? Yeah. It's like if the defense shows up, I think they have a legitimate shot at the Super Bowl. But it's a sort of a little bit of a coin flip of them. Sometimes they are there, sometimes they're not there. Um, the defense seems to be restructured right now, and I'm very, very. It would be very interesting to watch that, you know, Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs, Ravens, because the Chiefs, Ravens, uh, AFC Championship, okay, which is added as the way it looks right now, it should be realistic, okay, depending on what happens with the Patriots, 
but I think in both cases it should still be the Chiefs and the Ra the Ravens um, at the AFC top. Okay, so yeah. that would be just an interesting game to watch. Um, I can't really pick a favorite right now because again, it's very much depending on the Chiefs' de um, defense. If the Chiefs' defense shows up, I think they have a good shot of winning. Yeah, at all. Yeah. Like I, I mean. Getting yeah. getting themselves into the playoffs for the next two games. I mean, they've got um, they've got the who have they got? They have got quite an easy couple of games coming. I say easy, but there's always that that potential to throw them away. You know, um, so <laughs> they've got uh, last week of the season. They have the Chargers, who are not playing for anything. At all. Yeah, and so I think they can they can win that. Who have they got this weekend? Uh, the Bears again, not playing for anything. So, yeah. No, I, I think, think the Chiefs, Chiefs are good to go. I think they go into the, they go into the playoffs twelve and four. I don't know if that benefits them in any way, really. Um, I mean, they're, they're not going to take anything away from the Ravens. Potentially, if the Patriots have a little stumbling um, in uh, you know the last couple of games of the season, then it could it could potentially give them a bit of a, a bit of birth. It could give them a um, what's it called bye week. Yeah. I think the Texans beating the Titans was a huge win, which they really needed. They decided sort of that that division yeah. right there, because you know the Titans win, they are nine and five. Texans win, they are nine and five now, and that was a close one as well. But I like give it to the Texans because I do like Sean Watson and what is happening there. I do not like the head coach of the Texans, um, Bill O'Brien. I think he's he's a little bit in over his head, but the talent with Deshaun Watson yeah. and the defense. You know, you gotta give them credit for that. Eight out of eleven games won. I honestly think that Bill O'Brien is in, a, yeah, like you said, in over his head. I think he has taken them as far as 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 they can go. Um, I, I, I credit to him. He's been with them through thick and thin. Um, but this is this is it. I think with that talent that they've got into Sean Watson, better moving on, getting someone else. How do you, how do you how do you deal with that now? You can't fire a. Like who he'll very likely end up probably something like a like an eleven and uh, a twelve and five. No, probably like a ten and six coach. Like they've got they've got six, another 11. run in. They've got another run in. Well, they have got Tampa Bay this weekend. Um, so a winnable game if they can put some points on the board. And then they've got another run in with the Texans. Uh, sorry, the Titans. Uh, last game of the season. So I think they'll win one, lose one, so they'll end up at ten and six, right? Yeah. So how, how do you deal with that? Your 10-6 playoff team was going to get bounced in the first round. Um, how do you deal with the, with the situation? Do you fire as 10-6 coach? It's a tough thing to do, isn't it? It's just a, made the playoffs. A team, a, team that's, a team that's been historically been struggling quite a lot and been riding on the backs of having uh, some, some key players is now evening out across the board. Uh, they've got a good receiver core when it's healthy. They've got a good quarterback. Uh, the running game isn't too bad. The defense no. is holding its own. So, you know. Yeah, I'm listening. Sorry. It's uh, yeah, it's 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 tough to get rid of somebody, but he has taken them as far as they can go, in my opinion. Yeah, same. Um, it's just interesting. Like, like, would you want to coach at the at the Texans when you know that even if you have a 10-6 season and you make the playoffs twice, that you will get sacked no, no like what, what does it show to the world like i feel like they're kind of handcuffed 
like you kind of can't move on with him, but you can't get rid of him. The only thing he can do really is he can he can bolster his supporting staff and he can bring in some really good talented coaches underneath him. You know, the next generation of McVeighs and things like that who are really intellectual minds and and bringing in some some talent that way and he can surround himself with smart people talking talking about McVay um, I want to talk about two more things do you have anything else no I'm good two more things Um, so number one I want to talk about McVay you just bring up Midway in the Rams after making the Super Bowl I'm most likely going to miss out on the playoffs now Um, after paying Gurley Goff and someone else Donald, right? Yeah. What does that What does it tell you? Like, what do, how do you feel about the fact that they've paid everyone and now not making the playoffs? I feel like this was supposed to be their year, wasn't it? You know, they came they came from having that Super Bowl uh, loss. They invested in their players. They doubled down, and now it has not paid out for them. So they're in a sticky situation where really. They've got they've not not got the ability to bring anybody else in because they can't afford to pay anybody else. They can they yeah. can rely on a strong influx of uh, mid to low round um, rookies and hope that they can bolster their defense. But so yeah, just like I have, a, I, have a, I have an interesting theory. Um, I think the reason Zeke got paid was because Gurley got paid. Okay. I think if Gurley didn't get paid, I don't think Zeke would get paid. And right now, um, and now I think what's going to happen is no running back, this is my theory, no running back will ever see that kind of money again. Well, Le'Veon Bell took a big a big payout, didn't he? And he's had an awful season. So, I say he, awful, like, he's been playing for the Jets. So, you know. Like, that's not... Like I don't, I don't count Le'Veon Bell into the situation because he's done it a little bit differently. So he didn't, he didn't move with his team and then get paid by his team. He moved as a free agent and got paid. Do you understand? Like where, oh, I do. But he still, where, he still dug his heels in, didn't he? He still dug his heels in and said, "I'm not doing this if you're not paying me." And everyone said, yes. "Well, the Steelers organization said you're not worth the money. Go." Yes. No. I think like January right now it shows exactly. So you, if you okay, fine. Let's take that contract with. Let's agree on that as well. So the last three big running back contracts, Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, Zeke Elliott, right? I think this has been the last. There's not, nobody else is going to get the kind of money in ever again. You're not paying Christine McCaffrey? No. No? No. No, I'm not paying. If I have, like right now, okay, you either pay Christine McCaffrey or your quarterback. Whoever you're going to draft next, whoever you're going to come in. Yeah. You're no. not going to get it now. Like you, can get, you can get that performance of other guys. It's like you like you understand that Todd Gurley got 30 million per year mm-hmm. right now. Do you know what you can do with that? That will give you an entire new offensive line. Mm-hmm. That will give you two really good receivers. That will give you two really good linebackers, like high-end linebackers. One massive pass rush. Like Aaron Donald type of pass, like interior pass rush for 30 million. Do you understand? Like that is just in, in terms of investing, it's just silly. Yeah. It is. It is just, it's just like if you're looking at it as a business, it's, I'm very sorry for all running backs, but it's just the way it is. Like pick up the ball, start throwing it, or start rushing after it because like I don't think ever, anybody will ever see the kind of money again. Not Josh Jacobs, not no one, because it's crippling the team. Like you cannot, like you're losing players to people who do not touch the ball all the time, right? And who, who are very, very injury prone, who, are not, who don't have a long lifespan, 
and who are proven by the minute they get paid not have the track record of success. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have uh, one topic that I want to talk about next, and, okay. um, and you have one topic you want to talk about. Do you want yeah. to go first? Um, I want to talk about the Browns. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about, uh, I know we've already covered a little bit of Breeze and um, Brady, but I want to talk about retirement. Okay, let's talk about Browns first then, because nobody's retiring there, I think. Um, did you hear that people are, like, that are saying that there was uh, Browns players going to the Cardinals' sideline and telling them, go get me? In terms of, that would be available for trades and or that would be available on future for agent or that would be available for whatever. I heard rumors, and it's something that we knew at the beginning of the season. If this season doesn't go well, you've got so many, you've got so many aces, you've got so many guys that are actually very good at their position. If the season doesn't go well, then you're in trouble. I mean, well, the season is officially not going well, so yeah. yeah. So there's there's only so long that you can you can live on promises, you know. Okay, we're putting this all-star team together. We're going to be the NFL's version of two years ago Golden State Warriors. You know, we're going to have the best receiver core that we've got. We're going to have, I don't care that he was a criminal and beating women and children and shit like that, but we're yeah, going to take yeah. a, a, a game-changing running back. We've got the underdog quarterback who has changed seasons and fought for everything. We are the most hyped team in the league. And yeah, then yeah. you're going to you're gonna, right? finish at best seven and nine. At best. And if, I don't think they're going to finish seven and nine, but we'll see. Like a six well, and ten. Playing, more they're playing the Ravens this weekend. So the, the, they're going to lose that one. Yeah. But they've beaten the Ravens once already. It's just Yeah. Okay. This this week they're not beating the Ravens. No, this week they're not beating the There's Ravens. There's not not a chance in hell. So okay, last how, game of the season they're playing the Bengals, so maybe they'll they'll get they'll finish. Where seven do you and go nine. from where do you go from there? So where do you go from here now? Like you are you're the owner of the Browns. Where do you go from here? I'm bit out of this is probably one of the better seasons that they've had in recent memories. So okay, fine. They they haven't had a good time, but they're sort of better than they've done in the last three years. This is still a win for them. From a business perspective, like if you, when you run a business and you have, um, the most dangerous thing your business have is an entitled high performer. So like you have someone, like imagine in sales, you have someone who's um, performing really highly, making a lot of money in sales, and but is entitled and starts to spread negativity. And it usually spreads to other people. That's why you Absolutely. always need to cut that cancer. And I think the first thing I would do is I would go into that locker room and interview every single person individually and cut out every single cancer. And if that's Odell Beckham Jr., that's Odell Beckham Jr. If that's Baker Mayfield, that's Baker Mayfield or Nick Chubb or whatever. I didn't even care how good it is because I think there is something there. There is something there. And, and I think there is someone or some like there is a strong negativity flowing through that organization right now and through that locker room. And it's, it's, it's coming from somewhere. And Baker Mayfield is not doing, like, apparently, obviously, his job to make sure, sort of, his, him, him is, as a franchise quarterback, you got to keep it together. Like, you got to keep everything together, right? And I think Odell Beckham Jr. is not really the problem because I haven't heard anything about him, right? He's been really quiet. No, Odell Beckham Jr., in something. my opinion, is, oh, we, we know he's a great player. We know he can do this shit. But yeah. he is, he's not the best receiver on that team at the moment. And he is, is that he his is, fault? Yeah, he's not trying. He's really not trying. He gave up in week four. You know, That's I haven't true. seen him run a route properly. I haven't seen him block anybody since week three. You know, it, it's it. He is not trying. 
the guy that's really leading that team, in my opinion, Jarvis Landry. Even after fighting with the head coach over the weekend? Because he's passionate about that team. Because <laughs> he's passionate, Kat. He's fighting about everything. Everybody on this team has given up. And he is, he is actually trying to win games. He still believes. And he's doing his best. He's running every single route the best that he can do. He is oh. catching the ball at like 90 degree angles with just his toes somehow. In, you know, he's catching the ball five yards off the, off the side of the pitch. Somehow yeah. still he's inbound. He's doing everything. He's blocking up until the last minute of the whistle. I don't, I'm not surprised that he's fighting with people because no one else is trying. Everyone else has given up. That's just okay. my opinion on it. Good is what it is. Um, I think the, there will be a very strong look at the Browns looking. Um, how they how they're going to do this because I, I don't actually see their solution unless like you have like a scapegoat. Like there must be someone blamed for all of it and then everybody rallies around that and then you have then someone really. But okay. Go over right. time. Let's finish this on retirement, shall we? Tom Brady, should he retire? Probably. Will he retire? Uh, Will he retire? Probably not. Oh, Drew Brees, uh, does he need to retire? Probably not. Will he retire? Maybe. <laughs> the question is, um, is Drew like? Let's start with one of them. Who do you want to start, Brady or Brees? Let's talk about let's put Brady. River, let's put Rivers in there as well. Okay, fine. Rivers, reti- Rivers okay, simple. There. Fuck it. Fuck off. Re- retire. Go away. You've had enough. <laughs> you've, you've had too many chances, and you've been a mediocre quarterback that underperformed for however many years you've been in right. the NFL. Go away. All right. So let's start with Brees or Brady. Brady. Talk about Brady. Yeah, Brady. Question is, is Brady a Patriot or not? Brady is has been a Patriot through and through, but of his whole career, he's always been held to you're only good because you've got Belichick behind you and you've got the, the play calling or the defense. Exactly. He has never been the driving force. Okay, he's been great, but he's never been it's never been a case where, like, I don't know, even Aaron Rodgers to a certain extent, uh, uh, Green Bay has carried that team at times. Deshaun Watson at Texans has carried that team at times. You know, Lamar Would Jackson. You, what about the What about the Falcons Super Bowl? Did he not carry that team that time? I wouldn't say that he carried them. Okay. But you've always got that. You've always got the the communication behind there that the Belichick's play calling and Belichick is Belichick's system. He's a system guy. You know, it's always going to be over his head thing for me is if he leaves now and goes to a different team goes to i don't know the dolphins or something like that and tries to make it work with them to prove his point that he can do it elsewhere is he now too old is he good enough anymore has he missed the boat well i'll give you another fun one let's do this one um i think brady can go either let's let's assume he'll not be a patriot anymore because he would have had a patriot contract by now if he was going to be a patriot Mm. right so there's two ways he can go He'll either go the Peyton Manning route, right? Where he's good again, maybe not so good, and wins the Super Bowl. Or he'll go the Brett Favre way. He throws 25 interceptions for... Yes, yeah. <laughs> and then retires. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you think? I think he goes the Brett Favre way. I don't, I don't see it happening with the... Uh, I, I think if he, if he had had this season two, three years ago, and he'd taken this at 39 years old, and gone off and had a, a Peyton Manning type season, that would be fine. But now I just don't see it. I just don't think that Peyton Manning will ever, 
anyone will ever do that with Peyton Manning ever again because he was so bad <laughs> that season. Yeah. Like, so bad. He was, he was benched for Brock Oswald at some point. Do you remember yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. Like, in that Super Bowl season, he got benched, and then Brock Oswald just got benched for him again. Yeah. And he, he won his job back. So, I don't think that will ever happen again. So, yeah, I also think he's going to go. Um, It wouldn't be surprising to me if he'd end up somewhere, like, ridiculous, like the Cowboys. Yeah. Like, like, like I, the Cowboys. I think he's got the ego to take on the Cowboys. That American like America team. I think he's got the ego for it. All right. Like, so this America's is team get the most American quarterback. This is my question for you. If Drew Brees and the Saints win a Super Bowl this year, does he retire? Oh yes. He should. Like yeah. run off in the sunset. What is wrong with you? Like okay. <laughs> run, run, and run off the, into the sunset. It's his last season. Mm-hmm. Like if he if he wins a Super Bowl, I think it's his last season, and it should okay. be his last season because he's been injured now. He was injured. He was injured. How bad? Uh, he was injured badly for seven seven weeks, right? Yeah, he had thumb surgery. Yeah, or something. Yeah. So like it's enough. Like if yeah. you win this one, you ride off. You're go, you're one of the goals. Yes. You know what we do. Leave a hero or sit, stick around long enough to see yourself become the villain. That's it, isn't it? One hundred percent. Like if you, they win the Super Bowl, you should go. Same for Brady. They win the Super Bowl, they should go. They just never, don't have the chance of getting there. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens if he leaves next season between Bridgewater and the Swiss Army knife Taysom Hill? Because Taysom well, Hill has he, proved that he can throw the ball as well. First of all, I think he's going to get extended. Because I think out of all the... Uh, no. <laughs> Breeze. I think Breeze... I think out of all the quarterbacks who are open, I think Breeze is the best. Yeah. Absolutely. Out of all of the ones which are available, I think Breeze would be number one out of all of them. So I think don't think the Saints will let him go. Right? I just... I'd risk it. Fuck it. Like, give, it to, give him another two years and I think in two years he'll take it. Pay him whatever he wants. And give him another two years. That's okay. that's how I would go about it. And then yeah. then he'll go retire. <laughs> so so there we go. Let's let's leave on that. Let's let's end the podcast on that. We got Drew Brees right, winning a Super Bowl and retiring and riding off into the sunset. Tom I, Brady. Is, is I'm gonna guy, be rooting for him now. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady is the guy at the end of the party. You know, you're hosting the party. There's this guy that's in your house. Everyone else has gone home, and it's like, bro, it's time. For Time to leave. The party's yeah. finished. Yeah. This is Tom Brady. Okay. All right. We'll we'll call it a time. Yeah, good one. yeah. Fake pump, fake pump, fake pump.